0: All right, everyone, welcome to Historical Shade, uh, the podcast where Julie and I talk about history and shady moments in history, um, and we like to start this off by saying we are not historians. What we do is we research articles, and we just tell them in our own words. If we're wrong, correct us. Let us know. Um, be nice about it, though, because we're sensitive people, but yeah, cool. <laughs> Whenever you say that it it
1: immediately um pops that Jewel song into my head from I think her first album where she's like I'm sensitive like stay
0: away Mhm Oh Jewel Do you remember when like everyone learned their first like piano was like foolish games was like da 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 it I I don't
1: understand why Foolish Games does not have more replay value at karaoke.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it just got, because Evanescence came in. Like, there's always a sappy girl. And then, like, Adele. and I, like, to
1: me, that should be a go-to constantly. Like, I love me some Pat Benatar, but, like, Foolish Games, I should hear at least once a night at karaoke. And I don't understand why I don't.
0: Uh, isn't it ironic? Should also be up there. That's something that's more said. Jewel, um, you were meant for me and I was meant for you is like, oh, heartbreak.
1: I'm I'm probably going to just go listen to that full album after we're done recording today. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, I just want to be honest about my needs.
0: Um, if I do that, I have to like drink and just like stare at the wall.
1: You're already drinking, because it's a Saturday recording
0: day. Saturday recordings. We drink alcohol. Did it um, <laughs> oh no speaking of alcohol want to hear my shade oh my god yes um i'm gonna tell you the story of the hatfields and mccoy <gasps> ah! one episode yes in one episode um yes it might be a longer one but we're doing it because it's a saturday recording um, so I got most of my information from History.com or the History Channel. Um, also, some fun things about Hatfields and McCoys. Um, when it came to research, even though it's not research, um, there's a great, great mini series about it on History Channel. And then also, I was in the outdoor drama, the Hatfields and McCoys, in 2013. I didn't um, even know there's an out-
1: Where is there an outdoor drama?
0: In West Virginia, in Beckley, West Virginia, in Grand View National Park, and it was truly one of. The, it's called Grand View because it's right off of the New River Gorge. It's like this beautiful view, and it's one of the most beautiful parts of the country. And the theater is just like right next to the Grand View, literally. Um, and in the show, there's this like musical sting that anytime something dramatic happens. Um, all of the actors go like Hatfields and McCoys. Uh, So if I do that, listeners, I'm sorry, but it's, it's habit.
1: I'm so excited.
0: So uh, to start off with the Hatfields and McCoys. um, So there are two families, obviously that are in the lines of um, Kentucky and West Virginia. Uh, So the, um, the matriarch, the not matriarch. Oh, sorry. Wrong world uh the patriarch of the hatfields was william anderson hatfield known as devil lance that's his nickname how badass is that that your nickname is devil lance um he had this uh the hatfields he had this backwoods mountain man mountain dweller uh vibe to him um and he was increasingly successful timber merchant who he employed dozens of men, including some McCoys on the other side of the feud. So there's the Hatfields hanging out on the other side of the feud was Randolph or old Randall. So you have devil ants. That's his nickname and Randolph McCoy's nickname is old Randall. Um, he was not as prosperous as devil ants. He owned some land and some livestock. He was also known to be the more, um, Uh, not prosperous, more proprietary of the two, like very mannerful, very respectful. So the Hatfields are known to be like these mountain men, mountain dwellers, hard workers, and the McCoys are um, more like your church-going folk, if you will. So both families live along the Tug River, um, which is like the Tug Fork of the Big Sandy River, which is the border of Kentucky and West Virginia. So they live in this little area. So this area, um, so this area was um, known for pretty crazy stuff because it was very, very, very isolated. So the families often intermarried and sometimes switch, switched family loyalties even after the feud started. So you were a Hatfield or a McCoy until you married so-and-so and and then you became a Hatfield or you married so-and-so and and you became a McCoy. So it was such a small area and such a small town, if you will, like very um, small town mountain kind of area that the families often intermarried. So the first event that sparked this big giant feud that we all know today um, was in 1865 when Randolph's brother, Randolph McCoy's brother, uh, Asa Harmon McCoy, um, He led uh, the Logan Wildcats, which was a local militia group. And um, Devil Ants was part of the members, and a lot of other Hatfields were part of this militia group. Many of the members um, of the militia group had served in the Union Army during the American Civil War. While, um, yeah, sorry, I'm like going up. Okay, during the American Civil War. So he was then murdered by members of his the militia group. Um, so Randolph's brother was murdered, and he always thought Devil Lance had a hand in it. So that's kind of the background story of that. And and Randolph, it, which his which is his nickname, Old Randall.
1: Okay, I don't know why I need a chart for this. So Old Randall and. <laughs> and- and, and Devil, Devil Ants. Ants. Yeah. I, I don't know why I want to call Old Randall Twinkle Toes.
0: No, do I it. Why. Do I it. don't
1: know why. Just because it's like such a common n- fake nickname.
0: Old Twinkle Toes McCoy. Um, so that's kind of like the background story of, of them. So there was always this, like, I feel like he killed my brother, and Devil is like, I didn't kill your brother, dude. So there's just this, like, nice little... Slight hatred happening. But like a Facebook poke. Exactly. Exactly. Where it's not crazy, crazy, but there's a there's a little. No one has spilled the tea yet, but everyone started being <laughs> a little a little shady towards each other. So what begins the true the joke between the two, like where it starts, is actually when the two families um started to fight over what they uh, they fight over a hog a pig Uh yeah because they believe Randolph McCoy in 1878 believes with his heart that Floyd Hatfield a cousin of devil ants stole one of his pigs now We joke, ha 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 ha. You know, like one of his pigs is not a big deal, but to the McCoys, it actually was a huge deal. They were a poor family. They had some livestock, and they there was nothing else in that region, so they were kind of isolated. So if you stole a pig, you stole like months of food. Yeah, yeah. So the so they ended up going to Bill Stanton, who was a star witness, but Bill Stanton. As a star witness, um, he was um relative of the McCoys, but he married a Hatfield. So Stanton testified in the Hatfield's favor. So that means that the hog is now the Hatfields. So the McCoys are furious. So two years later, Stanton, the guy who was the lead witness in the hog trial so i'm sorry like, yeah when That's you say
1: he like not ruled in their favor but like he like testified on behalf of the Hatfields. like mm-hmm. you're saying like they legitimately took this hog and they were like no no it's our hog
0: yeah rude yeah yep they're like they they took this hog and bill stanton was like uh no it's actually the half i know that <sighs> and then boom yeah um so sorry, right now I'm Team Hat Hatfield right now, or are you Team McCoy? Because McCoy thinks their hog got stolen. Oh no, I'm Team McCoy. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Twinkle Toes McCoy. Twinkle Toes McCoy. Um, so Stanton, two years later, was violently killed um, by Sam and Paris McCoy, two nephews of Randall. Randolph. Um, so. Sam stood trial for this murder but was acquitted for self-defense reasons. So Bill Stanton, who testified, was violently murdered, but they're like, you know what? Self-defense. So within months of Stanton's murder, dun-dun-dun, John's... You were, like, already giggling. I know. John's Hatfield, which is the son of Devil Ants, at a local election day in 1880, he enc- encountered for the first time Rosanna McCoy, Randolph's daughter. So the two patriarchs have children, Johns and Rosanna, and they meet at Election Day, because Election Day is kind of like a big deal in this area. Um, and they disappear for many hours. Supposedly, sure. yeah. And um, apparently, Rosanna was terrified of her father because she ended up like hanging out with the Hatfields that she stayed at the Hatfield residence for a period of time like she just stayed with them she's like I I already hung out with you so now my dad's gonna be pissed so I'm just gonna stay here for a while this is this is where I live yeah this is where I live now (laughs) so so, Rosanna is staying, and like it's not very clear if like she's staying there necessarily because she fears her dad or she's just so in love with Jaunce. It's either Jaunce or Jauncey. It depends on what show you've seen or what movie or whatever. Um, so, either Jaunce or Jauncey. Um, so, several, so Rosanna was like, I'm going to stay with you. And it was very clear to the Hatfields that Jaunce or Jauncey was not as into Rosanna. As oh, in Z- no. As yep. So several months later, he abandoned pregnant Rosanna and moved on. So he abandoned Rosanna when she was pregnant with his baby. So now Rosanna McCoy is pregnant with John's Hatfield's baby. All right. Now. So, so far, I'm still on board with the Twinkle
1: Toes right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They didn't steal the pig, right?
0: No, the Hatfields supposedly stole the pig. We don't know what so, so
1: far, the Hatfields have supposedly stolen a pig. They've also supposedly stolen a McCoy's virginity. I, I added the virgin thing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. Justify my stealing.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm okay. Team
1: Twinkle Toes right now.
0: <laughs> so, oh, this is not going to help uh, Team Hatfield. So, in... May of 1881, so in 1880, Johnson and Rosanna meet. She runs off with him. She gets pregnant. In May 1881, a year later, um, he marries Nancy McCoy, Rosanna's cousin. Oh, gross. Yep. So, um, yeah, so according, yeah, so he leaves her, says, I don't want to date you. I know you're pregnant with my baby, but, like, your cousin... I'm all about it. Yep. Mm. Still with twinkle toes, McCoy. Still with twinkle toes. Yeah. Yeah. So according to, like, legend, but we don't really know because modern medicine is modern medicine, that they believe after Rosanna had the baby that her heart had been, like, broken and she never fully recovered, like, emotionally or physically from either the pregnancy or what John's did to her. I mean, also depression was a thing, you know, that we kind of dismiss. like you can die of a broken heart if your depression's bad enough. So Rosanna is heartbroken, has her baby. Um, Johnsy is married to her cousin, Nancy. Devil Lance, um, Hatfield is kind of just living his life. Like he's like, these McCoys just need to get out of our business. And Randolph McCoy is pissed obviously because his daughter is pregnant or had a baby doesn't want to talk to his daughter like they say that they don't talk for years um he believes that devil ants killed his brother their pig's gone so that's where we are so the real turning point of the feud when things get ugly is in 1882 in august of 1882 so the following year So three of Randolph McCoy's sons, so obviously like Randolph McCoy's daughter is pregnant and sad, or like just had a baby and is sad. Three of Randolph McCoy's sons end up in a violent dispute with two brothers of Devil Ants. So the fight soon snowballs into like this crazy thing. So it's these two brothers of Devil Ants and these three sons of Randolph McCoy and the McCoy brothers stab Ellison Hatfield devilance's brother multiple times and then shoot him in the back once so at this point after devilance's brother has been stabbed multiple times and shot the authorities apprehend the mccoy the mccoy boys um but the hatfields say actually we are the authority because this happened on our property and in our territory so they take The Hatfields take the McCoy the McCoy boys. Um, So, yeah, when you say the McCoy boys, like Randall's, um, they're like teenagers. Okay, yeah, is that what you were wondering? Yeah, like I I was
1: wondering where we were in like everybody's age range.
0: Yeah, so all the all the like kids in this time, like all the kids in this, um, they range, and I mean, obviously, they grow up. But whenever all this starts to happen, they're, like, all, like, teens to very early 20s. So none of them are old enough to make adult decisions. Um, So these, like, three teenage boys. So the Hatfields say, like, it happened on our territory. They're Like, we're the law here. So they take the McCoys to some bushes. They don't have a trial. And within three minutes, they fire more than 50 shots all three boys
1: oh my gosh okay i am so team mccoy's here like they they gotta come back around
0: all right um so though so the hatfields say like this is what happened you killed one of ours we kill the people who did it it is what it is but the law feels otherwise so they have uh the mccoy's follow these indictments against the 20 men including devil Ants and his sons that all were there to shoot the boys um but despite these charges the hatfields are never arrested they always find a way out um or they elude arrest or they they um just find a way to like go around the law so this leaves the mccoys obviously even more angry about the murders and their sons um because the Hatfields walked free. So they eventually hire a lawyer uh, named, or an attorney named, Perry Klein, who was married to Martha McCoy, the widow of Randolph's brother who was killed long ago. Um, so they hire this attorney who's like in with the McCoys, though. Um, so Klein um, has agreed. Uh, to make charges against the Hatfields to get them reinstated. And he announces rewards for the arrest of the Hatfields, including Devil Lance. So this attorney has put up like, hey, if you get these people, we will reward you. So this sends the Hatfields into like a frenzy because now there's a price on their head, right? I'm sorry if I just hit my mic. Um, So... There's a price on their head, and then also they start to, not libel, but uh, gossip, or they start to portray them in the media, like the newspapers and stuff like that, about these evil Hatfields. So they say, like the the Hatfields are these hillbillies that are in the mountains and they're stirring up violence, and they're you know, they're coming down and poor McCoys, and how dare they? And they start to become sensationalized in the American. Like, way. Um, So they became a national legend very, very quickly. And because of that, the reward on their head gets more and more and increases more and more. So now the Hatfields feel like they need to do something. So they plan an attack on Randolph McCoy and his family. So this is led by Devil Lance's son, Cap, and uh, a guy named Jim Vance, who's an ally of theirs. So the Hatfield men ambushed the McCoy home on New Year's Day in 1888. Randolph flees. He flees into the woods. His son, Calvin, and his daughter, Alifair, were killed um, by gunshot. His wife, Sarah, was badly beaten by the Hatfield, so she suffered a crushed skull, which led her mentally um, impaired for the rest of her life. So, Jeez. Randolph's whole family, except for his wife, who is mentally um, impaired for, for a few days and then she passes, um, his whole family is gone and he's in the woods and he's watching his house burn. He's watching his children get shot. So, still team Twinkletoes, still team Twinkletoes. So, a few days after the New Year's massacre, um, a bounty hunter named Frank Phillips chases down Jim Vance and Cap Hatfield um, and nine Hatfield family members and takes them to jail. Um, eventually, this case went to the us Supreme Court, which decided that the Hatfields being held in custody could be tried, so Devilance is never held in custody. Um, the trial begins in eighteen eighty nine. Hi Penny. Oh my gosh. Can you hear that? I can just that, just that one time. It's okay. She's so cute. Um, so the trial in 1889, eight Hatfields, um, were sentenced to life in prison and a few of their supporters. Um, Ellison Mounts, who is the son of Ellison Hatfield was sentenced to death. Um, the sad thing about Ellison Mounts, um, his nickname is Cotton Top. He was known to be mentally challenged. So, looking back, they think that they actually used him as a scapegoat so that he was the only one who confessed his guilt. So, that's why he was the only one who got the death penalty. So, very sad there. Um, public executions were against the law in Kentucky. Um, however, thousands of spectators, uh, the one exception, gathered to witness the hanging of ellison mounts on february 18th 1890 um reports claim that his last words were they made me do it the hatfields made me do it so he yeah um this is a heavy <laughs> it all begins with a pig and then goes downhill real quick um so the feud starts to fade mainly because there's not any Hatfields left or any McCoys left there's all Hatfields and a lot of people died um so both family leaders attempted to um go into obscurity so Randolph McCoy becomes a ferry operator um I'm sorry
1: a ferry operator
0: yeah like like a a boat like
1: F-E-R-R well I didn't know it was like he's like a a, like finding fairy princesses anywhere but like (laughs) there's There's no middle ground you go from like murdering family feud to ferry fairy over.
0: operator well because they live on the river so I'm sure there's like something like tugging mm-hmm. something somewhere um, it's not like modern times where you write a tell all book and get a Netflix movie yeah no he's just like I'm just gonna press these buttons now <laughs> um so I'll wait for that um I was gonna say something but I'll, I'll hold on um So, Devil Anse Hatfield uh, proclaimed skepticism about religion his whole entire life, but at the age of 73, was born again and was baptized for the first time. Um, So, Devil Anse Hatfield, uh, his wife's still alive. Uh, Some of his kids are still alive with him, and he finds the Lord at the age of 73. Randolph McCoy in 1914 dies at the age of 88 because he is haunted by the children, the deaths of his children, and suffers from alcoholism and burns in an accidental fire. He starts in his own home. So that's the end of the McCoy clan there. Um, and that is the feud of the Hatfields and McCoys. Um, I have a few things to follow up for it. Uh, the Hatfields and McCoys inspired Family Feud. Fun fact. Um, the, the TV show? The TV show. Fun fact. Um, so uh, so in 1979, members of both families, including the Hatfields and McCoys, um, actually came to because there's still tons of Hatfields and McCoys. If you go to West Virginia or Kentucky, people are like, I'm a Hatfield, I'm a McCoy. Um so members of both families came to be on the TV show um because it was based on them. And that episode, the prize package was a pig, like symbolizing the origins of the feud. Um and just so we all know the Hatfields won that episode (laughs) of Family Feud. Oh come on (laughs) Give the McCoys um McCoy's a break give the McCoys a break um and then the feuding families were also featured in life magazine in 1944 um and then a rare medical condition may be to blame for the violence of the clans so in a 2000 study a team of doctors um, who studied dozens of McCoy descendants noted an unusually high rate of Von hippel disease, a rare inherited condition that produces tumors of the eyes, ears, pancreas and adrenal glands, as well as high blood pressure, a racing heartbeat and increased fight or flight stress hormones. The researchers also collected numerous oral histories from family members detailing the combative and often violent nature of the McCoy family dating back to the feud roots. So, medically speaking, they believe that there is a condition in the Hatfields and McCoys that gives them an increased fight-or-flight stress hormone. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they're studying all their descendants, and they're finding yeah. this disease.
1: But it's, like, it's not... It, it's not something named. It's just, like, we, like, chemically they're like they're detecting this imbalance like is that
0: it's called i don't know how they they figure but it's called von hippel landau disease okay yeah so they're they're finding that a lot of them suffer from it um that's crazy yeah and then in so and then there are thousands of hatfield and mccoy descendants and they actually had a um, store what was it called? <laughs> they had um, a show about two years ago called Hatfields and McCoy White Lightning, where they were all moonshiners, like developing like artisanal moonshine a few years ago. And then in the sh- in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, there's a Hatfield and McCoy's dinner show where you can go get dinner and watch the two. Uh, families battle it out but their battle is like i'm gonna play the banjo and i'm gonna tap dance it's not like gunfire and death where in west virginia because it's outdoors there's lots of gunfire like the the raid on the hatfield house has like i think 120 rounds like within this like one part of the stage play and then they light the whole house on fire every single day it's pretty cool it's crazy but pretty cool but yeah so that's the story in one episode of the Hatfield and McCoys hope everybody had some charts <laughs> I, I'll never forget Twinkle Toes McCoy now Twinkle um toes. I
1: was I was called back for like it was like a playfest show at mm-hmm. at um Orlando Shakes like years ago mm-hmm. and like I vague I don't remember a whole lot about it other than I think it was like a Romeo and Juliet style retelling. So I'm, it's, I'm assuming it's um, Mr. Hatfield that got the McCoy Pregers and then yeah. married his cousin. Mm-hmm. So now I want to find that script again and see
0: like where it ends in the story. And like, yes. are they,
1: like, I'm just so interested now. In <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, and in the movies, they always like show like, oh, and Rosanna dies. I didn't say this part rosanna dies of a broken heart like pretty young is what they say of a broken heart it may have been complications from her pregnancy or something like that but they think it's that so and john's is not in the child's life because he's a dick dick yeah
1: um it's so fascinating that like like i don't know I feel like that's our War of the Roses. Like, yeah. and it's not, like, royalty in history, but, like, this is the sort of the the one rivalry in American history that, like, everyone knows at least a little bit about.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, and it and started with a pig. It started with a pig. Well, and it didn't, though, because um, they were also, there's also the rumors of, like, his, um brother being killed and devil ants being there also one of them was in the union army and one was in the confederate army because you have west virginia and kentucky which were both states that chose Mm -hmm. um so there was a lot of like underlying i'm trying to think of um
1: like none of those were enough to be like the inciting issue but they were all like leading up to it
0: yeah and I think there's a lot to say in life that if you um, – because I was, I was a McCoy in the show, so I totally understand with Twinkle Toes McCoy. But the way that they had him portrayed, which was really cool, and, and the movie does this too, is that he kind of goes through life going, well, it's not fair. It's not fair. And the Hatfields are like, let's just move on. Let's just move on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that – he may not have been that way at all. Um, he may have been very much like i just want to live my life get the hell away from me but uh, but that kind of gives it an extra layer of like if may in this narrative that they make like if he just stepped back and let life happen and not have kept pursuing the hatfields for justice would he have yeah. lived a better life
1: oh man i really i suffer from that myself for like i want there to be like like if someone breaks the rules i'm like no
0: yeah. There
1: there has to be a lesson learned here. Somebody has to like suffer for breaking the rules. There has to be justice.
0: Yeah. There has to be justice. There has to, but like how much of our life is like spoiled, just waiting for that justice to happen. You know? Um, so if we just, yeah, so much, from my yeah. If we just let it go and be like, whatever. Yeah. You did me wrong. Bye. Um, there,
1: There was someone at work the other day where this girl just crap she's dealt with but like her car had gotten stolen and when they found it it was like in the in they put it in the impound lock and it took her like three days to get it because her registration was in the car and you need the registration to get the car Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't let her get the car get the registration from the car so she had a new one whatever so this was months ago that that all happened last time i saw her and I was at work with her the other day, and now the whole thing was um, the police keep calling her saying, we have all the evidence that was pulled from the car, so any of the contents of the car, so it was like Mm -hmm. an iPad and like a Game Boy, and she was laughing, she's like, you know, all stuff you would leave in a car, Um, but it was all kid stuff, and so they'll call her, tell her they have it, and she'll like go to the police station or call them back to pick it up, and they've like lost the evidence all of a sudden. So all of us in the green room were like getting so worked up for her. Yeah. And just being like, ah, how dare they? But And she was just like, Justice. she was like, guys, what am I going to do? I, It's, you know, like, I, I'm not going to get mad about this because nothing's going to come out of that. Eventually I'll get my stuff back and I'm just going to deal with this as it comes. And it just, it struck me so much mm-hmm. because I would have gotten myself in, if I were in her position, I would have gotten myself so worked up about it like twinkle's mccoy and nothing would have come of it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i i i see that a lot in myself too where i'm always just like but the rules and this and that and it's just like okay but people aren't gonna fall like if they're not following the rules they're not gonna follow the rule like let it go yeah so speaking of letting it go future light julie
1: um, it's, it's starting to get cold here mm-hmm. and I, I'm seeing fall for the first time <gasps> yeah. and for the first time in, uh, probably like 10 years I'm seeing mm-hmm. a fall. Um, yeah. so it's absolutely beautiful, but I'm also sort of like really proud of myself of like consciously preparing for winter. So I am like trying to make sure I'm taking care of myself and making plans to get myself out of the house. And I ordered like a bunch of plants so that I can have that greenery in the house. Mm-hmm. My sister loves giving unsolicited advice. <laughs> That's not an observation. She literally says, Hey, I have some unsolicited advice for you. And when I moved
0: up North, she was like, well, you have to get a heat
1: lamp and you have to get plants so you don't get depressed. So
0: I you do. Those are two very good observations.
1: Yeah. So I, I bought, I ordered some plants and I, um, I want to get some like salt lamps. I have one. Jury's still out on if it like actually like does anything physically for me, but it mm-hmm. does really like it's just pretty and it makes me feel calm. So
0: yeah,
1: Mike's gonna come home one day and it's just like our entire apartment's gonna be mood lighting.
0: He'd love it. He'd be okay.
1: Yeah. but I told him the other day. I was like, I just don't want overhead light anymore. And he's, he's like, like, Okay, um, uh, uh, okay. whatever <laughs> makes you happy. If that is it, then oh, over- okay,
0: the best the best what's yours um oh what is mine I guess like um this is so silly but I went because we're we decided to have um libations during this recording so sorry if I stumbled but I went to like uh, a state store which they have here because they don't sell um alcohol and a lot of other places besides state stores. So you have to go like specifically to an alcohol venue uh, run by the state. Um, But they started having all the Christmas beers, which like pumpkin spice, whatever, like it's good. But like Christmas beers are my favorite, like cinnamon and nutmeg and like a nutmeg stout. You're like, what? So I'm just excited about Christmas beers. I'm not going to lie.
1: I, I, so excited about holidays this year i mm-hmm. i like made a conscious choice not to commit to a holiday show so i could actually experience mm-hmm. holidays um mm-hmm. so oh yeah
0: you did a holiday show last year
1: yeah I, this is the this is the first year in probably five or six years that i'm not doing a show during the holidays wow yeah and normally they're like holiday Theme shows at least. Yeah. Um, like one year we did Pygmalion, like mm-hmm. over the holidays. And that was kind of like, it was weird because it was like December and you're doing Pygmalion. But yeah. my, like my husband was in it with me. So like we still got to spend the holidays together and that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just, I, I'm making the conscious choice of like, I want to experience life because for so long I've been at the like other people's schedules for my Mm -hmm. creative outputs and I haven't had that opportunity. And, and now we're sort of taking, taking that back for ourselves.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm really trying to be okay doing nothing because I think I I had a, an overworker complex because of where we used to live. It was like, you have to have these seven jobs to like keep going and keep pushing and And now we're at a place where we don't have to do that. So I feel very like, well, I should be doing something. It's like, no, you're allowed to, like you worked out today. You like, you're allowed, you work today. You're allowed to sit on the couch and not multitask. Like it's okay. Yeah.
1: It's, it really is interesting. Just like retraining yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody retrain yourself to just self-care. And sometimes self-care is just sitting and doing nothing. And that's perfect. Anyway.
1: Just, <laughs> just be like really careful about like ownership of pigs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like don't steal anyone else's pig. Don't do it. It's mean. It's rude. They may also love that pig. Pigs are adorable. Anyway, Twinkle Toes McCoy. <laughs> Cheers to you. His <laughs> name is Randolph. It was Randolph McCoy. Um, <laughs> Uh the guy who played Randolph whenever we did it had the best beard. It was such a good beard. Anyway. Oh it was a good it was just a ginger beard. It was good. Anyway, on that note. Bye everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs> to ginger beards everywhere.
1: And you can follow us on Instagram at historical underscore Shane or Facebook at historical Shane. We don't have a Twitter. Thanks, Julie.